Welcome to the Chicago Bears Podcast. A presentation of ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Here's your host, Pat, the designer. on Bears fans welcome into another episode of the Chicago Bears podcast Pat the designer in the building as always on a Monday Lance Briggs back on the show enjoying his time here Lance what's going on my guy hey listen uh it's the summertime you know everybody's out you know they're out on boats they're fishing they're 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 enjoying the sun you know, oh, yeah. for the for the for the fair skin, they're trying to get darker skin. For the darker skin, we're trying to stay in shape. You know, it's just the way things are. That's the way the life works. Um, but uh, here in the state of Arizona, it is hot, 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 hot. Okay? Are y'all? We are. Uh, we are av- we're averaging one fifteen, one sixteen this week. So I saw this. A lady in Phoenix, I believe it was. She ended up baking bread in her mailbox. Are you going yes. to try any outdoor cooking tricks to show people how hot it is? Is there going to be any barbecuing just straight on the sidewalk? No, no. But you're, you know, you you get a few more degrees, and you can you can cook eggs on the on the uh, sidewalk. You know, that's how hot it is out here. But but you know, it's okay. Listen, it's a dry heat, baby. It's a dry heat, man. <laughs> Hey, Liz, tell him. That's why I pay for air conditioning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That electric bill might be a little high, but that's why I pay for the air conditioning. Man, hey, we got a lot of stuff to get in. Ladies and gentlemen, we're a week before training camp. It's finally almost here. Real football that we can actually tangibly talk about. Real plays on the field being made. I can't wait. So we got to talk to Lance about what's it like that week before training camp. Are you going hard in preparation or are you enjoying the last little bit of freedom that you have before the grueling NFL season? Also got to talk about uh, who Lance is watching closest heading into camp. We got a lot of competition going into this mm-hmm. camp and a, uh, a lot of names that could be made and also looking at some of that Bears depth. And then finally, Chase Claypool basically saying, if y'all don't get off my back, like just because I'm not throwing up DK Metcalf picks every week. Doesn't mean I'm not out here working. So we got to get Lance's opinion on that. All that more on today's episode of the Chicago Bears podcast. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Let's get into the show. Lance, (sighs) training camp's here, brother. I mean, it it feels like it took so long for it to get here now. Right. Like we've been able to have a lot of fun. Now the real work actually gets gets started here. Uh, but what's this week before like, right? When the mindset of the player is my favorite thing that we can get into on this podcast. What is that yeah. week before training camp like? Where are you going hard in preparation for it? Are you trying to cut weight, get your body right? Or are you like, hey, listen, this is the last week I'm going to be able to actually go have have as much fun as I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm going to enjoy a few more drinks before we get on this field. Well, I'm certainly going to enjoy myself a little bit before this training camp starts, you know. <laughs> but you know, that's that's also the result of of uh, of a long off season of a body of work where you know it was nonstop. It was you know it was going from one trainer to another and and just taking yep. care of the body and and uh, OTAs and all these all these certain things. You know, and you only have a few more uh, a week left or two weeks left or whatever it is. Um, to just go out and just relax, you know, and not put your body through any strain at all. Just hang out, chill, whether you're by the beach, you know, uh, just going for a walk, 
just enjoying the 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 silence before the storm and uh <clears throat> and you know mentally you're you're losing sleep i'm starting to lose sleep because i'm thinking about football all the time and making plays and what we're going to do you know once the once we start lining up and and uh and walking in and seeing all the guys again seeing our coaches and going over the game yeah. plans you know the fundamental stuff so uh it's it's uh it's a prep i guess that it really starts up here mentally that football season is here you know all the work that we've done in the off season everything that you're used to things that you want to get done this year is starting to put in motion and that 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 amount of sleep that you were you were comfortably getting you know, over the off season, now it's starting to shrink. Now you're like you're getting into play mode. I guess it's game time mode now. <laughs> what's the what, at this point, right? What's the preparation that should have already been done for a lot of these players heading into camp, especially if you being a defensive guy, right? What's the prep of okay? This is the baseline that we should all have by the time that we're walking in the building. Shoot, you know what? By the end, by that last last uh, couple of days of OTAs, you guys should be extremely sharp. You should be sharp. Coaches should be very satisfied with the work that you guys that that we've all put in, and say, "Hey, listen, you know, uh, I'm not saying uh, uh, just just do nothing. You're like, but do some light stuff. But make sure you take care of your bodies. You know, more yeah. importantly, anything, take care of your bodies because once the season starts, everybody knows it's a long haul. And for those that those college players that are coming in, it'll be the longest football season that they've ever played. You know, you'll hit the wall throughout that season." added yeah. you know with an, with an added game you know it, it it makes the season even longer so um it takes some getting used to and understanding uh what what your daily routine is and 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 knowing that in that daily routine you've got to get lift weights you've got to get in there you've got to get your body massage you've got to take care of your joints everything that 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 uh that may or may not you may or may not think should be uh, addressed should always be addressed You've had, I mean, like you've you've kind of gone through, right, what a lot of these rookies are going to go on through. Not kind of, you've gone through what a lot of these rookies are going to go through this season. What do you, as a mindset, right? Because for me, I would think that this is like, okay, this is me living my dream. You're coming in excited. You're trying to make every play. You're really trying to prove yourself. Is there kind of a, okay, you need to take a second and actually like, Make sure that you're, like you said, extremely sharp. You need to take a second and breathe and take it all in because this is an opportunity where you could make it or blow it based on a lot of, based on kind of how you come out and show out in camp, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know the the, the thing about it is, you know, all of these players or most of them, I say all of them. Some of these guys miss uh, OTAs, but I'm I'm assuming most of the guys that miss the OTAs are veterans. You know, yeah. not the rookies. So you know, you've got a you've got a taste of what what to expect as far as uh, um, um, scheme scheme mm. and uh, offense, how we're running our offense, things that uh, that our coaches are going to expect from you defensively. The all the positions. If you're a linebacker, you know you're probably playing all three positions. If you're in a four three, you're playing multiple positions, or you're playing the two inside, or you're playing the two outside positions. If you're in a three four. Uh, you know, and, and, and understand, just understanding the culture, you know, everybody's culture is a little different, you know, I'm sure in San Diego or excuse me, not San Diego, the L in LA, you know, the chargers, they run things, you know, on their team different than the Chicago bears will all the way over here in Chicago in the North yeah. Northwest, you know? So, um, so it's, it's just about understanding, you know, it's really about understanding, uh, um, um, 
um, what to expect once once training camp comes in. You know, you got a couple of days without pads, and then boom, you know, we're getting after it. We're getting after each other, and and um, and and we're gonna bang around and see who's uh, who's the real deal and who's not. We we got a lot of battles coming into this, and so I'm I'm excited to see kind of what's gonna be on the winning end of this, but what are you kind of watching close, right? For me, I'm looking at the running back room. You mentioned the DB room ahead of time, right? Like the linebacker room, even for me, right? Like it, what's Noah Sewell going to be? We're hearing Jack Sanborn's 100% ready to go. Is he still going to hold down that spot? Like I'm so intrigued by a lot of the the position battles coming into this training camp. I think the Bears really have uh, a, a good amount of talent on the team where it can actually be kind of, you know, okay, you're you're on the starting, you're on the first unit, second unit, blah, blah, blah. What are you watching the closest heading into this training camp? Pat, I'm watching the linebackers, baby. I'm watching the <laughs> linebackers, okay? We went out in free agency. We we got some guys. We got some players. I mean, when yeah. I say we got some guys, we got some real players. Okay, yeah. Tremaine Edwards, TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards. You know, um, we already have a Jack Sanborn. You know, and we bring in a Noah Sewell. Listen, um, I'm I'm just excited to see the 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 competition. You know, I I think that uh, uh, Tremaine is a is inked in a, a day one starter. Uh, I think TJ is the same. I think the yep. competition really is is going to be between Noah and uh, Jack Sanborn. Jack Sanborn uh, established himself last year as a player. A guy with a high motor. He has a high understanding of where he needs to fit and how he needs to get there. And he's going to make some mistakes. But when I, what I love about it, he makes his mistakes at full speed. Yeah. Would you rather have? I love a guy like Sanborn coming into a camp like this, right? If you're if you're on that linebacking crew right now, would you rather have a guy very similar to Jack, where maybe he's he'll probably never be the most athletic player on this Bears team for sure. But probably on most teams that he goes to. But he seems like he just knows where to be, knows the spot to be in, knows the angle to take. Would you rather have the guy that is like Jack where still talented, but it's more of a knowledge-based game or the freak athlete who, listen, sometimes he's going to make plays to save us, but at the end of the day, right, like we know it's, it's, it's talent over the knowledge part. Uh, I, I want somebody who's disciplined. You know, I want somebody that uh, that that – that obviously you have you you're, you're disciplined. You have the 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 athletic ability, all that good stuff. You know you you made it to the league. So in my opinion, you know um, um, I can get some production out of you. You know the yeah. problem with with the freak athlete that is undisciplined is eventually you're you're going to hurt us. You're going to hurt us, and we're not going to have anybody that to plug in because we've invested so much into you and you're going to hurt us. And we know you're going to hurt us going into the week and we're going to have to draw back. We're going to have to pull st- uh, real stuff back in, in our game plan to try to minimize how you can hurt us and try to maximize how you can help us. But, you know, having to tinker, tinker around with, with, uh, with your defense each week is not a place that you want to be as a coordinator or as a coach on that coaching staff. I want a guy that, that I'd love to have the freak athlete that's also disciplined, that understands, yeah. you know, that, that, you know, controlled chaos, you know, his discipline when he needs to be disciplined, knows when he can unleash, you know, all of those things. He wants to take the ball away instead of, uh, instead of getting the big hit, you know, he knows when to get the big hit, knows when to take the ball away, scoop, score, and make plays. So I, I want the playmaker, you know, in any form that you can get him. 
It's so I, I love that you brought that up because the one thing that I'm really watching for this Bears team coming into this is listen, I understand we love Flus. We're excited about him. We think he's gonna be a the, the Bears head coach moving forward, right? And he's gonna be a good, a good asset for us. But I'm mm-hmm. really looking at this defensive scheme. I'm really looking at a guy like Allen Williams, a guy like Flus coming into this season to see how he utilizes those guys, right? Because the one thing that I always think about is right, the Bears have had multiple really good athletes that maybe haven't worked mm-hmm. out here and have gone yeah. other places where the coach literally just went, I want you to do this. If you do this, every time I put you out there, you'll be successful. And we've mm-hmm. seen that work out. You know what I mean? So I really am kind of focusing in on how this coaching staff is going to utilize a lot of the weaponry that now we have last season. I'll give, I'll give Alan uh, uh, Williams bail money. I'll give flu's bail money on um, what the defense looked like because Ryan Poles came out and basically said, we're going to take this away from you so that we lose games. Okay. Mm. He didn't do that mm. this season. There's a large Correct. investment. How close are you? What's your expectations, I should say, of what this scheme should work out like, especially a guy who's played in this scheme a ton? What are you looking at from these coaches to see? Effort. Effort. Effort, 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 and effort. I want to see effort. I want to see guys flying to the ball. Uh, I want to see D linemen hustling to the ball. I want to see DBs coming up and 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 uh, lowering their shoulder. I, and I want to see linebackers uh, um, at or near the ball at every play. Uh, when we can get eleven hats to the ball, we we can do things. We can do special things. But it has to be a habit. It has to be something that that uh, uh, remnant of what we saw happening in um, Indianapolis when. Uh, when Flus was out there and he was a D coordinator, um, yeah. you know, he, he comes from a good bloodline. And, and when I say bloodline, he's, he's, he was with the Rod Marinelli's, you know what I mean? He was yeah. with the guys that, that, uh, that, that I've always been associated with defensively uh, in the league. So uh, all of them understand uh, there's a way that we play the game. And, and, uh, and it, it started to show last year, uh, you know, and, and one of the players that, that was, that was really impressive last year and really happy to see that is Eddie Jackson. You know, see yeah. Eddie Jackson, to me, get back to form. And to me, I, I thought he was even better in better form because this new version of Eddie Jackson is a physical one. And that's yeah. what we need. We need our DBs to be physical. We need our defensive linemen to run and our linebackers to show up every play. I don't remember. Did you ever have a training camp where you were coming back off of an injury? Like, like something semi like how Eddie's coming back off of an injury. Did you ever have a training no. camp like that? No, you never no. had one. Cause I'm just like, for me, I'm trying to figure out getting the mind of, okay, what's Eddie going, going through to try and get himself right. Right. Like this is, it's training camp. You got to come hard, but right. This still ain't the real games. Are you going 80%? Are you going a hundred percent? Like you said, is it, is it 11 has to the ball? You know, what's, what's that mindset coming into this? Cause that's gotta be crazy to come back from. Yeah, they'll manage that, you know, uh, and you don't, you don't, you don't get ahead of the, you don't get ahead of the pace on that, you know, you, 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 you steady it and you ease him back in uh, when mm-hmm. he's, when you feel he's ready, and then even when he is ready, you still ease him back in because yeah. you are starting to put pressure on that knee, um, um, hard pressure, and and that hasn't been done in over a year. So you yeah. have to ease into it. You have to ease into it. You got to get your body back used to using that those muscles the way that you were before, and that's and that and and it's not normal to use them that way all the uh, as much as football players do. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's really one of the things where, right, like the question that I guess I have coming out of training camp and, and with us starting it is, you know, we I love what the front line of this team is, but I'm concerned as heck about a lot of the depth. Even looking at the linebacker room, right, I mean, we got Tremaine Edmonds, we got TJ Edwards, we got Jack Sanborn. We really don't know what Noah Sewell is yet. You know, that, like Noah, Noah Sewell is your four, essentially, on this linebacker crew, possibly. And we have no idea what he could be. You're talking about Bakersville, Dylan Cole. Dylan Cole, nice player. He was okay. I mean, but like there's, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of depth. And as I look down the team, I love the starters. Mm-hmm. But the depth of this Bears team, is that a concern for you as we head into training camp here? No, it's not a concern. Uh, I'm I'm a wait and see type of person. I want to evaluate. I want to watch them and evaluate just like everybody else uh, and see what we have. You know, we've we've made some moves in free agency. We've had a lot of draft picks coming in. So the competition is going to be high, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're competing for the starting job. Guys are also competing for positions on this team. There's going to be guys should be there should be a big fight in the special team area where guys are, 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 are fighting for these jobs because, you know, if you stay on those special teams, you know you're going to be on that roster. You know, the less special teams you are on and you're also not a starter, you know that that, that, that chopping block is coming, all right? That chopping block is coming. But if you stay on those special teams and you're a backup, you know that there's going to be a place for you on this team. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of DBs coming in here. You know, I know Elijah Hicks is a second-year player. Uh, yeah. Kendall Williamson from Stanford. Uh, Terrell Smith, who's also a fifth-round pick. And, uh, Tariq Stevenson, who's going to be competing for a starting job. But he'll also be a, 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 a heavy special teams contributor. So yeah. there's there's a lot to be uh, evaluated once, once uh, uh, training camp starts because that's when the competition begins. When you're, what's your biggest concern, I guess, heading in, right? Like, I feel like the linebacker room is, <coughs> is, is, is for the most part set. You kind of know what your three is going to be. I feel like your DB room for the most part is somewhat set. Of course, seeing if somebody shows out, if Tyreek Stevens is, Stevenson holds on to that starting job, but I feel like he will. But what's your biggest concern coming in? Is it still on the offensive side of the ball? Is it on the defensive side of the ball? What are your thoughts? My biggest concern is health. You know, uh, health is my biggest concern. I, I'm not, you know, the, the, the concerns that I have on the offense and the defensive side of the ball, to me, it's, it, it gets um, the, the, the hindrance becomes extreme once, you know, health becomes an issue and you have uh, uh, injury, you know, Tremaine Edmonds gets injured, you know, yeah. uh, Justin Fields gets injured on the first play of, of training camp or, or the first scrimmage you know, on day one, and it's all these setbacks and setbacks and setbacks. Uh, I, you know, my hope is that everybody can begin to gel. Our offense is able to run plays because all of everybody's healthy, so they, they have a group, a solid group that they know that they can work well together. They know how they're going to run it. They know they're, they're, they're the, 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 the way, the, the, the nuances of, of the play calls. You know, they're getting used to each other defensively. Same thing. You know, same thing on that side of the ball, just everybody being able to play with each other without having to worry about, you know, major injuries and major setbacks. So that, yeah, it, to me, is the biggest concern. Yeah, it's it's such a and, – and we not – you don't wish none of that ever, but it's such a major concern for me because it's like, you know, one chain, one slip or something like that 
could be a, a major change to this team. And to me, I think this is one of the most pivotal training camps we've had in years because mm -hmm. not only is there players here that we actually are going to rely on 110% to be <coughs> star players, like going yep. up to superstar level players, there are players here who I look at as the number two, right? Like I look at a guy like a Chase Claypool. I look at a guy like a Darnell Mooney where I think DJ Moore is going to be a monster, but he's so mm -hmm. much better if I got that second option. He's so much better if I got that third option. I'm looking at the defensive line kind of the same way, right? I think Tremaine Edmonds is going to be an absolute dog here in Chicago. But mm -hmm. what is that defensive line going to do as far as getting pressure on a quarterback? You know, like those are the, those are the things to me where – I think we have a lot of players who have the potential to be blue chip players if they as they've been called. Yeah. But I see a lot of there there's such reliance on other guys to turn them into that blue chip player. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I you know what the way I see it is uh there's 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 a higher expectation of this team this year and everyone is very hopeful. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of of wait and see there's a lot of questions question marks yeah. because you know uh, you know as a bear fan I'm what I what I say I'm 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 happy about the offseason I am very happy about the offseason where there are a few pieces that I wish we could have we could have gotten or 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 fulfilled that happiness yes there are a few pieces that 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 leave my happiness completely fulfilled however yeah. we are we are right now on paper better this year than we were last year you know, yeah. um, and now once you pick that paper, you take the paper to the field. That's the that's the the hope, you know, and the expectation. Let's see if our hope can meet our expectation because I believe that that this this healthy competition going into training camp is going to build a, a a team that's going to compete in the NFC North. We all know that 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 the step forward is is being able to to uh, to beat the Detroit Lions, be able to beat the Minnesota Vikings. And obviously beat our rivals on on uh, opening day with uh, the Packers. Hey, we got to do it, man. We got to do it. Here's the best part about today, Lance. I don't even know if you knew this, but we're officially 55 days away. Uh, mm. Familiar number to you. You know what I mean? A hell, of a, hell of a 50, number. Hell of a number. 55 mm -hmm. days away from Chicago Bears opening game. Uh, Lance. Mm. You could get arrested. For going over 55 in certain areas of the country. Just saying. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's tough. I'm not going to lie to you, good Lord. <laughs> but I saw this article. Here's one. See, we didn't even bring this one up because I saw this article and I thought that I just wanted to get this live reaction. I, I don't even need you to say nothing. I just want to see your facial expression. Actually, we do need you to say something. This is a podcast. Uh, <laughs> but your facial expressions say it all. There's been so many 55 since you were here in Chicago. I'm going to just throw some names your way. And I want to get some live reaction to uh, yeah. some of the guys who wore the number after you. Okay. Jaronis Grasso. Mm. I, I tell you what. I tell you what. I believe. I believe he's uh, he either married or engaged to uh, Sabrina Ionescu. So I mean, listen. He's a smart guy. He's an ordinary hey, guy. Listen. You know what I mean? Hey, listen. She broke a record. She just recently broke a record. I mean. It, so he's a smart man. He picked 55 and he's uh, married to <laughs> Sabrina. So kudos. I love it. I love it. Found the good <laughs> angle in that. I love mm -hmm. it. 
uh, from 2019 to 2021, also played the linebacker position, Josh Woods. That's, yeah, he's like a tweener. You know, he's like a tweener. He's, he's a pass rusher, but a big guy. He can move. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the thing about him is, you know, I don't know enough about his personal life to find the angle that fits to make it work. So, you know what I mean? These cogs don't fit right now. Um, and, and listen, I, I, I love seeing 55 out on the field. Just I like seeing 55 out with the starters. All right? 55 shouldn't be running out when the special teams, they say special teams, and that's when I see him most of the time. <laughs> uh, here's, here's an interesting one to me. Outside linebacker for the Chicago Bears, Bruce Irving. Bruce Irving. Uh, Bruce, where do, I, where do we know Bruce from? Bruce is a vet. Bruce is a vet, right? Bruce is a vet. Bruce is a vet, Bruce yeah. Bruce is a vet, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> hey, listen, it's never a good sign where you go, where do we know Bruce from? <laughs> uh, I could have told you anything. I'd be like, oh, he had a movie. Yeah. He was he was in uh, the new training day coming out. and uh, <laughs> I would have said, yeah, yeah, that's where he's from. I definitely would have said that. Now, I, you know what? Listen, the jury's out. The jury's out. I was hoping you were going to go uh, 55s uh, before me. You know what I mean? Because I have plenty to say about those guys. But um, <laughs> if Bruce is wearing, if Bruce is rocking the 55, good luck to him. Well, this year, uh, it seems like, uh, well, actually, it, it don't seem like. Coming in, Dylan Cole will also be wearing 55 coming into 2023 because bringing him over from the Titans, that was his number. What are your thoughts on a guy like Dylan Cole from the Titans who's been brought in here as 55? Hey, more power to you. More power to you. Just hopefully, hopefully you know that um, um, 55, 54, all those numbers in the 50s, it, it comes with a lot of weight, you know, and, and you're going to walk down those halls and people are going to tell you stories. And, uh, and I'm proud to know that I'll be part of those 55 stories. Now, Lance, here's the real question. Uh, I said all those names to say this. Why don't the Bears retire some of these numbers that shouldn't be worn again. <laughs> Bears have the most retired Bears have the most retired jerseys of any team in in the NFL. You know, um it's 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 one of those things, man. If they retired all the numbers, there wouldn't be there would you know, there wouldn't be available numbers, you know. And I, and I think that's a good thing. It's a yeah. good thing, man. You know, and 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 I and I I look at it this way too, you know, at some point uh somebody is going to put on that 55 jersey you know or 54 jersey whatever somebody's gonna put it on and they're gonna honor that number you know what i mean they're, people are gonna talk about them how good they are and they're gonna yeah. say man you belong in that group of 55s you know of great 55s now you you've entered that group so you know it's only a matter of time you know before that happens and um and i'll i'll, I'll be happily rooting them on when it happens what's that feeling like when you see somebody run on the field as a as you say as a starter um, with your number on, right? With with the number that you've you've been on the field and bled for. What's that feeling when you still see that? Well, I'm usually in the studio, so if 55 is on the field, and you know there are times where <clears throat> it, the play doesn't work so work out so well for 55. You know yeah. when that happens, you know I am pretty vocal that that listen 55s don't move like that. You know, but when 55 is on the field and he makes a play, that's yeah. when I'm cheering him on. I'm letting everybody know. 55 is special again, you know, and so it's, it's one of those things, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan 
but uh, I love to see I love to see whoever's rocking fifty five to uh, to be uh, successful on the field. Outside of yourself, do you have a favorite Chicago Bears fifty five? Ooh, um, Mike Caldwell uh, before you, Greg Jones. I was yeah, I played with Mike for a little bit. Uh, I would say because uh, I'm I'm a big I'm an Otis Wilson fan. But mm. I spent uh, spent a lot of time with Doug Buffon, R.I.P. Um, and and you know Doug just he sat me down a lot of times, man. We just had conversations like just being in the RV. He's like, come here, sit down. You know, <laughs> you and I both played next to the guys, uh, the the face of the franchise. You know, so I gotta say, Doug Buffon's my guy. I love <laughs> he, it. I he love slightly it. edges out Otis. Yep. I love it, man. It, now, this ain't the RV that uh, y- your friends was breaking now, is it? This ain't the same RV? Like, he wasn't a part of that right? No, no, no. No, no, these guys, no, no. no. All, all of Doug's friends, they, you know what I mean? They know how to pr- uh, uh, handle themselves in, in, in other people's <laughs> RVs and rentals. <laughs> they got a good RV. They got a good <laughs> <Right>. RV. <laughs> Hey, let's finish it out with this. I love I love where we're going with this. I had to throw that one to you, man. There's a lot of good 55s in this franchise. So I absolutely yeah. had to throw that one to you. Um, but here's here's a, a topic that I think is, is good to finish off on because there seems to be this thought process among new sports media and different things like that, that if I don't see you working, you're not working. I don't even say sports media. I feel like that's just a social media thing in general. If I don't see you putting in the work, you're not working as hard as I am. Chase Claypool basically talked about, you know, he puts on his Instagram and stuff like that. Um, Because I'm not posting the workout videos, I'm not working hard enough got to start posting these videos. And then he drops another one. He's like, I'll never do that. That'll never be me, which is hilarious because he's also the TikTok guy. So it's like, it kind of fits the persona, but it is what it is. When you look at kind of, explain to people what's really going on behind the scenes in the minds of most athletes and the work ethic of most athletes when the cameras are off because most of you guys' work is done when the cameras are off. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's just like most football players. They're they're consistent. You know what your offseason is going to look like. You know where it's going to look like right after uh, your last game. You know what it's going to look like in the spring. You know what it's going to be like in the summer. And you know what it's going to look like leading right up to training camp. Um, I, I, I do think that um, um, when, you, when you post a lot and you put a lot of stuff on, like you talked about the TikTok stuff, this, yeah. these are the things that come along with it. You know, if you're a guy that's that's putting out content, then um, um, when you don't put content out, people are going to emotionally put their put their emotions through through social media. You know, so it's not about, you know, to me, it's not about about being upset about it. You know, this is part of the the consequences of putting out content, you know, but if you know you're you're taking care of business, you know, you're doing your work. You don't have to respond. You never have to respond to anybody. To be honest with you, yeah. you don't, you know, you know what you're doing, you know, and, 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 you know, and sometimes for him, probably putting, putting stuff out there is, is more detrimental to, to his, you know, his, his personal life or his, or his personal content or, or just what's going on with him. You yeah. know, he can put something out there and, and somebody, somebody see it the wrong way and they, they respond negatively or try to respond negatively or the media comes in and they say, Oh, we saw him doing this. The teammates, his teammates hate him. You know, it's just, we don't know yeah. what's going on. You know, it's, 
it's, it's, I don't, sometimes I think it's not a situation that you can win, you know, uh, and sometimes and, uh, and silence is golden. And, and right now, maybe that's golden for him. Just focus on what I need to focus on. I almost feel like he's in a lose-lose situation kind of, right? Because if he's posting on TikTok, the comments are going to be, hey, how about you get off TikTok and stop and, and worry about uh, your football career and what's going on in your life? And if he's not posting on TikTok, people are like, oh, you're not working hard enough. We don't see the workout videos. All this. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's such a and it's so funny to me. Draymond Green was talking about this when, when people were talking about him doing his podcast. And a lot of players now have stuff where they're putting out content. And I think there's a lot of fans that really believe that all y'all do is wake up, start lifting run on a football field, go to bed, wake up, start lifting, go on the football field. Because Draymond's like, this hour of the day when I'm doing this is my hour. Like, I would be doing this anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. almost like he's in a lose-lose situation no matter what he does because of how, you know, if you put it out there, like you said, people are going to see it. People are going to want to, okay, what are you doing work-wise? And if you don't, now it's like, well, now you're not working either. <laughs> well, it it, Pat, it depends on what you call a loss. You know, yeah. um, you know, attention is attention, whether it's negative, it's positive, whatever it is, that means somebody's paying attention to you. Uh, and, and, and again, if if you're focused and you're doing what you know you need to do, it doesn't matter if you succeed or fail. You did it to the best of your ability. You know, and, and that's all you can ask for. That's really all you can ask for at the end of the day. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, he's down there working with Justin Fields. He's 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 doing the things that he needs to do. The concern was, was he going to be healthy? I would assume that he's healthy if he's down there running routes with Justin Fields. He's building up that rapport with all of those guys that are down there. It feels like the, the one thing that I do see happening with this Bears team that I would say is kind of similar to yours is it seems like they're building up the family dynamic, the 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 brotherhood dynamic of this team where we see a lot of guys, Dominique Robinson's working with the, the, the defensive line or not Dominique Robinson. Uh, um, Walker is working with the, uh, working with the defensive line. You know what I mean? Like they, mm -hmm. these guys are all starting to work together and build those bonds outside of just being on the football field every Sunday or being together at training camp. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a different day and time right now. Um, and for, for, and, and I think, in this little this little uh, space where there's football's about, just about to start, but it's it's like how do we feel our 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 media you know our our kind of media stories during this time? Let's find something that we can put yeah. out there. You know, oh, you know, uh, the Bears that you know uh, Chase Claypool, all his teammates they they can't stand him, they don't like him. You know, just a stir stirring the pot. <laughs> You know what I mean? With, with no actual, with no actual evidence to to support that, you know, yeah. and 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 then to say you you drop something like that, and then you say, oh well, he's in Florida with his teammates. You know what I mean? They're 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 you know, which is really bond building. You know, yeah. it's bond building is getting yourselves on the same page. So, uh, you know, you got to be careful about what you what you listen to. You got to be careful about what you're watching. You got to be careful about what you're what info you're taking in. Because uh, if it's not factual based, you know, it probably it's probably a lie, you know. And yep. so we all need to stop spreading rumors. <laughs> Lance, <laughs> then we'll have nothing to talk about in the offseason. It's all rumors. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll stick to positive stuff. Maybe we'll maybe oh, let's make rumors. 
Let's say, let's make rumors about positive things. I heard this guy. I I heard Chase Claypool is catching babies as they're being born. That's what he's doing in the (laughs) offseason. Hey, I heard that Chase Claypool is raising uh, uh, baby birds uh, to full health. (laughs) Is he Mike Tyson? Wait a minute. He's Tyson? Let's go. I love it. He's got a pigeon farm in New York on a roof right now. I love it. He nursed a grizzly bear from from infancy to a young adulthood. (laughs) <laughs> That's the one. Chase Claypool is best friends with an actual bear. What, you can't get more bear down than that. No, you He's can't crazy. get more bear like than that. Shoot. I love it. I love it. Let I'll me finish it. With hey, hey, I'm with it all day. Let's let's finish it with this, Lance. If you could guarantee that you know one thing coming out of training camp outside of Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future. What's the one thing that you would love to have guaranteed by the time training camp is over that the, as, as Bears analysts and Bears fans, we know going into the season? Health. I want health. I want health, as much health as we possibly can. And, and I, want, I want the kind of health where it's, it's, it's listen, uh, the, the worst thing we have is a guy that's day-to-day. You yeah. know, we have a guy that's day-to-day, and he may or may not miss the, this first game. Um, but he will definitely be here the following week. Uh, to me, um, uh, health, especially for a team that is trying to take that next step, uh, could be a backbreaker, you know, because we're, we're looking for pieces to, to all these pieces to work together. And if you keep, and if we're constantly having to replace those pieces, how are we going to get a, be able to field a team, the team that we said we're going to put on the field to move to that next step. So that's it. Hey, let's keep this team healthy, boys. Shout out to all the trainers out there. Shout out mm-hmm. to all the nutritionists on the oh, Bears. Yeah, yeah I mean, mm-hmm. shout out to all the, who, who's the people to get y'all y'all supplements and stuff. That's still the nutritionists. Whoever all it is, y'all the, all the all the NFL approved substances. <laughs> uh huh. Because it's a long list. It's a laundry <laughs> list. Uh huh. Thank you. Hey, get, and you got to keep up with it. Let's not. Uh, let's not. You know, let, no gambling. And on the yes. on the facility, let's let's come on. Let's just go through. Come in. Be come smart out. about it. Now. Be smart about it. Don't especially don't bet on your own team. Don't <laughs> bet on your own team, fellas. <laughs> hey. hey, listen. <laughs> Boy, this this all this all I say. Just get your girlfriend to do it. You got people. We hey. got people. Get get cousin Rick to do it. Hey, cuz I need you Ooh. put a uh, hundred thousand on this. How you got a hundred thousand? I can't tell you that. Don't worry about that. Right. <laughs> Hey, at the end of the day, we appreciate y'all for showing love to another episode. This is the last week, man. We're excited to get ready and get started. We will be out at training camp a few days during the week, so hope to see you guys out there as well. Stay tuned with us as we continue to break down this week going into training camp and then finally actual Bears football. As always, it's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again for Lance Briggs. Y'all stay safe out there in Chicago. Big Bardon. Bardon.